0: Hello, Tiffany. How are you?
1: I'm doing amazing. How are you?
0: Good. Welcome to my podcast. Um, my name is Ezra Vinyu and I am here with Tiffany and I'm super grateful that you're able to join today um, and kind of just join into the podcast today.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, of We're course. Excited.
1: We always make magic happen.
0: Yes, yes. Um it's been a beautiful a beautiful journey just getting to know you, getting to know a little bit of your journey. And um a little bit of this podcast um is to recap a little bit of <laughs> of where um I have started um my journey along with with you. Um and I think it it took it took place back in Las Vegas. You were living um, there at the time. How how long were you living in Vegas?
1: So I moved back to Vegas in 2019, right before I got a divorce. And when we met, I was about a year and a half post-divorce, living on my own in an apartment, kind of gave up on dating, but allowed you into my circle. And we just like hit it off right away. And I think you could just sense that I had been – hurting i think Mm. you recognized it before i even wanted to admit it to myself
0: yeah um ultimately i can't remember i was um kind of dating um uh this name this girl named caitlin on and off and um, i kind of got pushed towards towards you energy wise and uh, looking back on it um it, it was what was needed Mm-hmm. um but i do remember um I, I can't even remember the date i think it was when what was it october maybe november of last um, of, of, 2020, I 20, of 2021
1: first, i think the first time you came down was like september september maybe even august it was right around when school started i had left school i went back to teaching I remember it was like a crazy time and you came like right after school started so it was like august september ish is when we first hung out
0: when we first hung out, yeah, because like I think it was like, was it the second, second or third time? When when was it?
1: Um, yeah, I mean November is when like things got real. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, like I just remember you coming down. I was so excited for you to come down, and um, my kids were with me that week, and I just remember. Um, right before I went to bed, just my son, for whatever reason, was telling me he hated me, he wanted me to die, he just kind of like blew up, and you were just trying to be the peacemaker, and I went to bed, and I woke up, and I can tell something was up, and like, so do you want to kind of explain, like, what were you feeling that night?
0: Um, So I think this is where the podcast starts is that, um, for me, um, whoever's is listening into this and whoever will continue to listen to this or whoever does listen is that, um, this is, is very similar to all of us, um, as humanity and all of us are hurting in one way or another. And for me, I looking back on it, I didn't even know what was happening. Um, I, I do remember, so it was November 8th that uh, I came down, and it was around, no, it was, so it was November, it was the end of September, it was, it, so the, it happened on no, November 8th when, when this event kind of happened, it was November 7th, I think it was the 6th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, so it, I think it was November 6th, um, uh, I was sleeping right next to you, and um, we were dead asleep. And I felt this dark energy of – the only way I could really describe it was either murder, suicide, um, something horrible, and anguish and pain. And I woke up frantic because I didn't know what it was. Um, and I was really, really freaked out because like, I, I could feel – this in the room I could feel it thick thick as day um and it it scared me because like I I didn't know what was happening
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I just remember waking up and you were like like scratching yourself all over like very like anxious just like kind of pacing around the room and you're like I don't know what's happening. I think I'm having like an allergic reaction. Like I'm itchy. Like I'm. You were like, you were experiencing something. Oh yeah. And I, I told you I was so, like I felt sick. Yeah. And I was yeah, you like, like I, felt, I need to go get some medicine. I yeah, like, I was just like I feel heck? sick,
0: and I was afraid to tell you what I was feeling at the time. And I was just like, <laughs> how do I tell her I'm feeling these things, but like not lie to her? So I, I, I told you. I felt sick, but yeah, I felt sick to my stomach from, from the feelings that I was feeling. Um, but yeah, I left and I was like, I need to get the freak out of here. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get murdered. I don't know if like what mm-hmm. the heck is going to happen. Like I was like, something is, something is bad. And I was like, I need to get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. And I left and I went to the gas station and I called a friend, a really dear friend of mine. His name was Caitlin. And she walked me through it and she's like, well, have you told her like what you're feeling? And I'm like, no, like, how do I even bring this up and, and she was like just telling me just be tactful like be like are, are you think you're safe and I was like yeah I know I'm safe she's not gonna do anything but like I it, she, I kind of started walking through these these steps of what what was happening and when I came back and she had told me to like just be cautious and just be safe and just be honest um it was really hard for me when you when you asked me you're like hey did you get the medicine And I was like, look, I didn't get any mess. And let me tell you what's going on. And that's a little bit of like where our journey started. And I told you, I was like, look, um, this is what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. And I remember you just telling me that and you were like sensing my energy. And I just remember getting really defensive. I was like, are you sure you're not like tapping into your own energy? Because I was just at this point in my life where I was still trying to make it look like everything was perfect in my life, even though I was miserable. I went back to teaching, even though I left the school year before, Um, tried like going like the business route and just trying to find myself, trying to do a lot of healing after my divorce. And I had just felt more lost than ever and just like frustrated because I had gone back to the school system, even though I knew that's not where I wanted to be. I was doing everything I could to provide for my kids. My ex wasn't paying child support at the time and I was just drained. Like,
0: yeah. I remember your kids told you that they yeah. wanted to like murder you. And like, they yeah, wanted to like, kill son. you. My son yeah.
1: like went through this phase where, and um, yeah, he just, his dad doesn't talk very highly of me. He doesn't speak very highly of me. And my son over the, couple months before that had just gotten really disrespectful really mean just like would say things that I could never imagine saying even to my own worst enemy and so hearing it from my own son that day especially when you were there I just felt like a complete failure I was like I don't know I don't know what else I can do because I was literally doing everything I thought I could for my kids and um that included going back to like a job that I, I didn't particularly love, even though I tried to convince myself that I loved it, and I knew what I wanted to do. I just didn't believe in myself, and I was just still carrying around like a lot of guilt and shame um, from over the years of being married, and I just I made a lot of mistakes in my marriage. I um, went through some infidelity, so I just like. I just felt worthless and to hear my own child tell me that he hated me and wanted me dead. I was like, I don't even know what the point of living is because I'm doing all I can and my own kid doesn't even love me. And I had struggled with suicidal thoughts back in my marriage and I went through depression. I was on medication, um, got all these different diagnoses with ADHD, bipolar, borderline personality. Um, Depression. They just they diagnosed me with everything, put me on different medications, and I, at the time I was on ADHD, so that you, just you had tried everything coming, almost. Yeah, yeah, it just nothing was working, and I felt like something was wrong with me, and I felt so hopeless and just like in such a dark place. And it wasn't until you started sharing what you were feeling that night that I even considered looking within to see what kind of darkness is in there because I just wanted to accept like the lovable parts of me that the world says is lovable you know and I have darkness everyone does it's it's part of life and we're all human and that's what makes us perfect is having the light and the dark but it's when you're running from that darkness it's going to Show up in ways you don't want it to, um, and it wasn't until like I accepted it that I could actually face it, even though it was terrifying. But I'm so glad that I did, looking back. But yeah, that night was like it was, was life changing. Call, yeah, yeah it, it truly was, was a wake up call. Like you already feel dead inside, and if you don't take care of this, you might actually end up dead. Whether it was my own child getting to the point where he wanted to murder me or whether I wanted to like end my own life. I just, I felt so lost and helpless and just in such a dark place.
0: Um, For me, I remember coming home and, and um, to your house and um, telling you, and it was probably one of the most difficult conversations I'd ever had to have with like a human because like I've been on like this trip of just being trying to be as pure as I could possibly and just trying to be honest with what I was feeling was probably the moment of truth and mm-hmm. um for me what obviously transpired over the next couple months completely changed your life and
1: yeah obviously 100%
0: yeah like completely your life has changed over
1: mm-hmm.
0: completely night and day to where you were at Um, I'm not
1: even in the same state I'm not teaching anymore like everything has completely turned around for the better um why do you think that like happened that night because that's something like I've always been curious about like why do you feel like you were so drawn to like reach out to me meet me and like why do you think like the universe kind of like orchestrated it going down in that way
0: well, I don't know if it was God or um, or angels or um, someone on the other side of the veil um, or if anyone is listening believes in God or, or anything. It's just like I, I, I still don't know to this day, but like I, I do feel like this is a lot bigger than both of us and our, our lives are a lot bigger than, than what we can see. Um, I think the main reason it happened was ultimately to be able to help another human being. Um, for me specifically, that night when I came home, it kind of just all made sense. After months had gone down the, down the road where I see your life now, I was just like, gosh, like if that one single act of me not being able to feel – I came home and I, I, I realized that what I was feeling was your pain what you had been carrying for years and I told you I was like look I th- think what I'm tapping into is you what mm-hmm. you're carrying and what you've been carrying and then that's when you started to break down and and cry yeah.
1: like growing up I was never even allowed to like acknowledge my emotions I had to pretend I was a pastor's daughter my parents were always like put a smile on your face stop crying everything's fine so just to have someone even recognize that I was in pain made me realize I was to the point where I wasn't even like in tune that I was feeling that darkness and that pain until you brought it up. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he's right. This is what's going on inside of me. And I'm pretending like it's not there and I'm running from it. And it was overwhelming. Like, I just remember like, being seen for the first time, like someone actually sees that I'm in pain. And I was seeing myself for the first time, like I'm in pain, I've been holding on to this pain for 30 years, carrying it around. And it felt like death, it felt like the most darkest darkness you could ever feel. And that's what my day to day internal living was. And no wonder I was feeling in my reality, I was creating what I was feeling inside. And no wonder my kids were acting that way. They were probably, you know, tapping into how I was yeah. feeling, even if they couldn't explain what was going on.
0: Well, Tiffany, for me, I think this is the point of, of this podcast that I've kind of have my entire vision of what I, I see is that there's a lot of people in pain. I was in pain. Yeah. You, you've been in pain. And for me to start recognizing and to start saying, hey, look, there is help. Um, mm-hmm. especially for what I've been able to like, to be able to create in my own life and what I've seen you do with your, with your own life after, mm-hmm. you know, I've been able to to teach a lot of the things that you, you are coming to now, um, mm-hmm. I think is the biggest secret ever kept from mankind. And that, mm-hmm. that's ultimately why I want people to start getting an awareness that the secret has been pretty much just hidden in plain sight.
1: Yeah. And I just want to like, thank you so much just for opening up over the, over the months that we were talking, because by hearing what you had been through and then seeing where you were after your like awakening, I just realized like there's hope. And like, even though I felt hopeless, just like being able to hear that you were in pain and you sharing your stories with me and just being vulnerable and open it made me feel safe to like, eventually open up to you. It took months and months, but eventually I did open up, but it all came down to like, if you had not been authentic with me and like genuinely shared your past, your present, and just like how far you've come, then I may have been still not ready to open up, you know? So thank you so much for just like making me feel like I wasn't alone and for genuinely freaking seeing me. I remember when we first started talking, you're like, I see you. And that was like the most simple, but most powerful thing anyone has ever told me. Cause my whole life I grew up feeling misunderstood unheard, um, And so just someone to say, I see you, I'm here for you. And I've been through similar things that you've been. It just, it gave me hope and, I know there's so many people out there who don't want to talk about the hurt. They don't want to talk about the trauma or the things that they've been through because we're afraid of being judged and we're afraid of not being accepted. But it's like by holding that inside of you and not connecting with people, you're, you're closing yourself off from potential healing and love and acceptance. It's like what you're trying to protect yourself from, you're actually like, ruining getting that by not talking about it yeah and yeah i like i definitely both of us are on the same page with wanting to help other people and you definitely have been like the closest thing to god i have ever experienced ever
0: well thank you i i do appreciate that and i think i think this is where this podcast leads is that you know we we are all we are all the incarnation of God, that we are Mm -hmm. a a piece of Him, and it's the reason that we are all connected. And um, ultimately, as this podcast kind of continues, we're going to kind of just be talking a little bit of what transpired over the course of months um to be able to see this transformation within what what got everything started for me, what everything got that got started with you. Obviously it started with that night, but mm-hmm. what was it that changed? And what was the secret um yeah. to really rip everything open? And it's not a fucking course. It's not something that you have to need that you have to do, that you have to pay money for. This is I think the biggest secret of all time
1: and it's the purest form form of love that you've ever shown to me. And like you said, like you haven't asked for anything in return. It was just pure purity, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I honestly believe that. And like, for me, like, uh, this is where I kind of want to lead into our next um, podcast. We're going to be doing a next podcast here next week. But I wanted to thank you so much for coming on to today's podcast and just sharing a little bit of the start of this journey and I, where I feel the best to describe um, where other people might be feeling, where they might be mm-hmm. feeling pain, they might be feeling anguish. And because that's the literally the start of my journey of what started my awakening, what started yours, and what can mm-hmm. start everybody else's as well.
1: Yeah. So before now in the next episode, what would you – kind of like what advice would you give to someone who might be in a similar situation to where I was a couple months ago? Like what would you give them like a little sliver of hope until they find the truth?
0: Um, I think at this point, the only thing that they can do is to trust in themselves and to really just buckle down and hope that that hope is coming, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that something it's the only thing that really kept you going Mm-hmm. And to try something new to try something completely from left field and it's the only thing that ultimately starts saving you is by you know, you ever hear that saying where it's just like trying the same thing over and over is the is the definition of insanity. So like you gotta right try field. something, you got to try something new. So
1: yeah
0: and ultimately by being open mm-hmm. is what opens you up. And so by being close and saying, no, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. No. Like the thing is that that's what ultimately keeps you in your pain is by just keep continuing to do the same thing that you're doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's the only thing that I could really like kind of pinpoint on right now.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much again for allowing me to experience all of this with you.
0: Well, yeah. Thank you so much for having, um, for, um, allowing me to have you here and, um, super great. But other than that, um, that concludes this, this podcast for today. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Bye.